Welcome to the Annie Monday Podcast. My name is Colin Hempel. And I'm Kayla Hempel. On our show, we roll the virtual dice each week and must watch a randomly selected anime title. Hello, hello. Hi there, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Last week we hit the random button on Crunchyroll, and I didn't write down anything funny, so I'm just going to say <laughs> that the name of the show is Wakaba Girl. Wakaba Girl started as a four-panel manga series from 2010 to 2013, and then became the short-form anime series that we watched, and it ran for 13 episodes in 2015. We watched the first six episodes, since these kind of run short at about seven minutes or so each. Kayla, would you like to give us a synopsis? Wakaba has led a sheltered life and finds herself both overjoyed and overwhelmed by her new role as a high school student. Despite her proper upbringing, Wakaba has a fondness for wild fashion and culture. Wakaba's new school friends help her break out of her shell and teach her what it means to be a normal girl. Because this show is short form and the episodes are pretty quick, they're not quite as short as like Machiri Neko, which is another short form show that we've seen before. You can probably tell just based on that that there's not an overarching plot. It is pretty much a non-sequential sort of episode-to-episode thing where we're just following these characters around for a little bit. Yeah, the show is definitely the true-to-form slice of life. It's just these girls, and we get these glimpses of these moments in their lives. So sometimes it's about when they met, sometimes it's You know, the first time they go out for ice cream or when they go swimming together, there's not really a ton of development going on throughout these episodes. Yeah, and I think I'm starting to realize just how common this is in anime because traditionally what I've chosen to watch has been more of a serial sort of anime series where there is a complete story that they're trying to tell. And, you know, they'll take 24, 48, however many episodes to get to that ending. And when you think about it, like, a lot of TV shows aren't like that. Even in the States, you've got a lot of sitcoms where it doesn't matter. Like, there, there's some things that are based off, like, the previous episode might have something that happened. And that carries on through the next episode. But they're not trying to tell a story between the episodes. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I think a lot of times we'll see, like, these mini arcs, like, just these little, you know, maybe for, you know, half a season or at least a few episodes, it'll be about, like, this project that they have to do or this job that they have to take care of or something, you know. But overall, it's just these little moments of humor. So I guess let's uh, start by talking about our main character and kind of figure out what her story is. Uh, You mentioned a little bit in the synopsis, but Wakaba comes from a wealthy family, and this is something that we see pretty frequently in anime. Uh, You had done some research last week trying to figure out what Wakaba means. I think most literally it means new leaf, um, but it's it's sort of like a saying of like, this is the new girl, this is the new student, this is the, you know. Yeah, you had even noted that there is a symbol that they put on cars 
that have new drivers. Oh, yeah. And that's often called a wakaba symbol. Yes. So in Japan, when people are learning how to drive, they have a leaf symbol on their car. And sometimes there'll be different colors to show like what level of driving student they are. Whereas we typically have, you know, a banner that says like student driver or something like that. They they have this leaf symbol. Yeah. And if you pay attention to the episode titles for Wakaba Girl, they'll have like a name associated with it, but they're not episodes. They're Leaf 1, Leaf 2. Yep. So you'll see this theme kind of carry through the whole show. And it's consistent throughout the show, even with like the name of the school and the classrooms that they have. All the classrooms have names of different flowering trees. So the girls are all in one class together and their class is called Wisteria. Yeah. So there is some like continuity between things. And I appreciate that, that they're at least being consistent in some themes, even if not a whole lot else carries over. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Wakaba, this is kind of the typical oblivious ritual character. And I'd mentioned it's pretty common that we see something like this. She just wants to fit in and do normal things because she hasn't had that experience her whole life. So she's like obsessed with the idea of becoming a high school student. And she doesn't like quite grasp how rich she actually is. And things that seem normal to her are totally weird to everyone else. Uh, and you also had mentioned in the synopsis that she was really sheltered. Uh, at one point, we even learned that she has a curfew of 6 p.m. Yeah, because one time she got lost and stayed out too late. Yeah, and she's very sad and dejected when her friends want to stay out later than that. Yeah, because they want to go to a festival. Yeah, and, and see, see fireworks. The fireworks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I would say about Wakaba is she doesn't have a whole lot of social awareness. She just doesn't know how to act in a lot of situations. She's not, like, aggressive or abrasive or anything. She, she'll, like, say something or do something, and people will be like, uh, what, what are you doing there? And she won't have any idea about what they're talking about. Yeah, and she's not like an outcast either socially. Um, Obviously, she makes these new friends within the first few minutes of this very short first episode. Mm -hmm. It is just kind of those doesn't really know how to function outside of her like sheltered lifestyle that she's had. So she ends up imitating these new friends a lot. So she picks up their mannerisms and she assumes that they are... The exact model of, you know, a typical girl. They also make mention at one point of why she's at this particular school. Because it's it's a normal school. It's not like a fancy private boarding academy or something like that. And so her friends are asking her, why aren't you at that, you know, fancy school down the road? And she remarks that it's because she's too dumb and couldn't get in. (laughs) And she is kind of spacey. Uh, One other thing about this character that's kind of a driving force for the way that she acts, but is also kind of just a sideline remark that they don't really act on a whole lot, is that she's very into Gyaru subculture. Um, It's interesting because this subculture has a very distinct kind of look to them, and that's not something that is played out in the show at all. 
mostly it's a high fashion subculture that has to do a lot with the tanning of the skin and lightening of hair. So typically you'll see these girls look pretty tan, especially compared to a lot of Japanese people who are typically much paler and they'll have like bleached hair. Um, sometimes it can be like like a pink or a purple kind of color. Right now, like silver is a really popular color and that's the same here too. Like we see a lot of young people dye their hair like gray and silver. So that's kind of the fashion that she's going towards. It's still very, very girly. Yeah, and those like body characteristics combined with kind of over-the-top clothing and highly decorated nails and really dramatic makeup and stuff like that, too. Some of them go so far as to tattoo themselves a lot, which is very uncommon in Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, commonly associated with the Yakuza, Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of a taboo. Yeah. Honestly, I had not much else to do because... As you might see, we're not talking so much about the show, (laughs) and that's because there isn't a ton to say about it uh, in terms of plot or any of that kind of stuff. But one one thing I noticed while looking into Gyaru culture and some things kind of around the show is that that subculture is basically died out at this point, and specifically, it kind of peaked in the early 2000s. And then rapidly died off after the Tohoku earthquake in 2011. That's when women started to like reject materialism and they went for a more kind of minimalist lifestyle. And that kind of phased in and Gyaru became less common. And this manga came out one year before that disaster. Mm, Interesting. And so... I don't know. I'd be interested to see like how the manga handles it and if it changes at all over the course of its, you know, few year lifespan. But to me, it almost seems like, man, they're kind of mentioning this Gyaru thing, but they don't really do anything with it. And I wonder if that's why it's just because it changed so much uh, in the like four years between when the manga came out and when they produced the anime. Yeah, that would make sense. And it would make sense why the characters often have a strange reaction to her, which is just sort of like, oh, okay, we're going to teach you how actual girls are. As far as uh, the other characters in the show, there's kind of three other girls that she hangs out with most of the time. Uh, There's Moiko, there's Mao, and there's Nao, which is very confusing Mm -hmm. and kind of obnoxious. Uh, Because, like, we saw half of the series... Because there's, there's only like seven more episodes after this. Yeah. And I don't feel like I knew anything about those characters. No, Mal and Nao especially are almost perfectly interchangeable other than that they look the opposite from each other. One has very pink hair. I believe that's Mal. And Nao has blue hair. Other than that, their personalities are are very similar. Yeah, we spend a little bit of time with Moiko. She invites all of her friends over to her house, and they're kind of bored, I guess, and she decides, hey, let's bake something. I'll make some cupcakes. And you learn that she really likes baking and doesn't want anyone else to contribute in the process. I can attest that having 
multiple people who don't know what they're doing try to help you with baking is not helpful. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and aside from that, like, we haven't seen much of this character either. Mm -hmm. uh, for sure, to me, Mao is the one that I know the least about. Yeah, she's just excitable and impulsive and... That's pretty much all we know. And then now is like a little bit nerdier than everyone else. And she plays some video games like dating Sims and is very into boys love mm -hmm. and tries to kind of get <laughs> our main character into those. And she's not having that. Well, I think she gets a little confused because the main character buys a game thinking that it's going to teach her about this subculture. Yeah, because... Gyaru is in the title of this genre, mm -hmm. which is like Gal Games. Right. Which Gal, Gyaru is like the transliteration. And it's a dating sim game. Yeah. Yeah. And so her friend is like, oh, maybe, maybe this one. <laughs> you know, I've played it. I think it's, you know, fine. All right. Well, great discussion on Japanese culture <laughs> and pop culture. Uh, that's about all we have to say about the show so far, characters and story-wise. So let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about production. Welcome back to the show. Kayla, would you like to start our discussion about animation and production values and all of that kind of stuff? So I think something that is important to point out here is that we've only seen 30 minutes of the show total, roughly, because the episodes are so short. Two of those minutes are the opening <laughs> sequence. Yeah. So something that we see a lot in short form shows is a lack of details in the background and sceneries. Um, and there's really more of a push to focus on the characters. And, and that's something that we see here is that the backgrounds are pretty plain. Like they're drawn out and they have, they have this color scheme that matches a lot of the girls, which is sort of this like vibrant pastel colors. Because um, they're not necessarily soft, but they're not primary colors. They're not like that kind of shocking red or blue or yellow. But everything seems to really cause you to focus in on the characters themselves because the characters are cleanly drawn. Um, they're pretty distinguishable from each other and they fall into a lot of tropes that we see with character designs. And so I thought I would talk about those tropes specifically. So Wakaba has... Um, what they call royal hair. It's how you can tell that she's rich, which is she has this long kind of straight hair, these kind of like straight across bangs and this hair that kind of like falls down like by her face and kind of like through the front of her design. And all the girls, including Wakaba, have hair that matches their eyes. So whatever color their hair is, that's what color their eyes are. So Wakaba has this kind of very dark blue, almost black hair. Her eyes are kind of the same color. Uh, Mao has pink hair. Nao has blue hair. 
And Moiko has this kind of auburn, light brown hair that shows with her eyes, too. Yeah, it's also notable that all of these characters have something in their hair. (laughs) Uh, This actually comes up in one episode, but each of them has some sort of accessory or hair tie Mm -hmm. or decoration that they've placed in their character designs. And much like this genre shows, each of these girls are wearing the same uniform, but they're all wearing it like slightly differently. So Wakaba wears her skirt long, which is also a trope with rich girls. And the other girls tend to wear shorter skirts and they have different variations on like the one who wears tights and the one who wears socks and the one who like almost doesn't wear socks at all. And so they each kind of have these variations on the same body type. So they're they're all pretty similar looking other than their like hairstyles and their color schemes. And then they have some variations in their uniform. But otherwise, they all look pretty similar. Like, their faces all look kind of the same. They're all roughly the same height. There's a little bit of variation. One of the girls is significantly shorter than the others. Yeah, the only other thing I had to note about the animation stuff is... I'm not exaggerating about the intro sequence being two minutes. (laughs) That's something about a short-form anime of this type that is kind of really hard to overlook when they spend so much time on one sequence that you see every single episode. Uh, It means that you're seeing that same animation and hearing that same song every seven minutes (laughs) if you are watching these back-to-back, which is like grating, and it's a little bit obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And also it just completely breaks the flow of this series because you're seeing barely a majority of the show versus this thing that you've already seen a dozen times. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because the animation is is well drawn. The music is cute. It's not annoying in and of itself, but it's just because we have to see it so frequently and it's such a big chunk of the show. I think it probably wouldn't seem so bad if Either the show was longer or if it was actually split up into two chunks. Because this is pretty long even for a long form show is like a minute and a half is a long intro. So usually shows will break it up by having the intro and the outro and like split the credits that way. Um, And because the show decided to do it all in one chunk, it just takes up so much of that time. And you get, like, this few seconds of animation before that's kind of, like, setting up the episode. Then you get this, like, long intro, and then you get the rest of the show. And so it would almost even be better if it just started with the the intro song so that you could, like, skip it more easily. But, yeah, I, I feel like it would not have been so grating and so annoying if the show was longer or if they'd split it up. Really, it even seems like they just need a totally different mechanism for displaying credits because taking up a third of the show with credits, even if it's accompanied by an animation and music, is always going to produce that effect. Mm. But when you take, you know, five seconds to show, here's the producer, Mm -hmm. fade out, here's the director, Mm -hmm. the writer... (laughs) And you're, you're showing credits in the same way that you do in a full-length series. It just feels like you're kind of throwing that time away that you could have for something else. 
I should also mention, because while we're talking, I, I just remembered this. They actually did do something different in lieu of an outro, because there are credits going towards the end of the episode, but the show's still going on. So they have, like, either the cast or, or the whoever, because I... I can't read, so I don't don't actually know who they're crediting. But they're crediting people as the show is finishing out. So there isn't a traditional outro video. The story is still going on. The voice actors are still talking. But you're seeing the credits. And so as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, well, what was the point of a long intro? Because they did find a way to continue the show, still continue the plot through to the end while having the credits going in a non-interrupting way. Yeah, and and this is something you commonly see like at the end of a season in anime because they they do selectively show credits sometimes. Uh, You know, it's probably not the entire crew that's worked on the entire season uh, that they show every single episode. Maybe they just show the highlights, or who specifically did, you know, animations for this episode while someone else was working on the next episode. Uh, And so they kind of wrap it all up at the end of the season and then take more time to actually develop and work on the show itself. And if, if they, as a creative choice, felt like they got what they needed out of those five minutes, then that's fine, and they didn't feel like they needed it to be longer... But for the sake of the consumer, I think still including that very long intro sequence didn't necessarily help out. Yeah, in hindsight, I can I have more questions than I do answers because of their choices with crediting at the end of the episode. All right, Kayla, would you like to talk about your general thoughts for the show? Yeah, so as you can tell, this this show isn't inherently thought-provoking. There's not really a whole lot happening. It's a cute show about girls being friends and learning about each other and a little bit about themselves without really going too deep. So I would say this show is really all about the feel-goods and there's not a whole lot of substance. And I can appreciate a show for that. But if you're coming to the show, like wanting to learn something about these girls or watch them develop in any way, the show is not for you. <laughs> yeah, there, there's an inherent difficulty in adapting a four panel manga series to an anime, even if you do make it super short episodes in that in a four panel manga, you're probably not trying to develop a character in that sequence. It's kind of like, hey, I just thought of something cute or funny. I'm going to make some quick drawings, and here we go. But this doesn't feel like it was conceived as a short-form anime series. It definitely feels like they took this one little scene from four little drawings and said, I guess let's extend that to like five minutes now. (laughs) Uh, Because there are some short-form anime I've seen that are surprisingly good at what they do. Um, One example that I like is a show called I Can't Understand What My Husband Is Saying. (laughs) I can relate to this title. It is an impressively endearing show. Um, (laughs) Within just a couple minutes per episode of that show, they're able to construct either something really funny or something surprisingly like touching 
and are able to develop characters over the course of that show uh, and create these really neat character moments and just build out this married couple that you actually really care about in the end of the show. Mm. And that's not something I could ever see happening with this show because the whole premise is there's some high school girls. <laughs> and I can't tell you how tired how tired that um, that premise is. Right. And just focusing on the characters specifically, they're super boring. <laughs> uh, like we said in the initial discussion, I can hardly tell these characters apart, let alone do I have any feelings towards them. I'm pretty much done with the like oblivious rich girl trope. <laughs> And at this point, I think Moogie is pretty much the only acceptable anime rich girl. I was just thinking about her yeah. because this character reminds me of like a shadowed version of Moogie because Moogie does develop and she does become like her own person outside of being a rich girl. Yeah, and especially in the fact that like Moogie isn't oblivious. She actually just utilizes her privilege and her wealth to help her friends yeah uh also she's adorable yeah um but yeah i, I mean overall like i just felt pretty bored with these characters <laughs> so would you watch more of this show colin it's a difficult question for something like this because like i said i've already seen half of it <laughs> it would not take any effort to finish this show right uh like you could watch the entire series in under an hour, I think. Yeah. Uh, especially if you fast forward through the intro sequence. But that being said, is it even worth the next 20 <laughs> minutes of my life if I just want to be bored by watching some high school girls eat ice cream? So uh, I think for me, it's probably a no. Maybe I'll uh, look through the episode titles and see if anything sounds out of the ordinary. I actually am going to differ a little bit, and I think this just comes down to maybe some gender differences between us, is for the same reason that I said maybe for Hinaka Note, it's maybe for this one too. I was a high school girl, and this was like kind of my life for a little while, was like being a boring high school girl and, you know, going out and getting ice cream with my friends and talking about boys. And that's just, that was just part of my life for, you know, a few years. And so there is something kind of reminiscent about that. And I think for me, it it just kind of tugs at that, like, oh, like, I remember those days. That's cute. But I wouldn't go out of my way to, like, watch the show. Like I said, it's a, it's a feel-good show. Like, it's cute. And it does kind of tug at that, like, nostalgia for me. But... You know, uh, kind of what I was saying before with Hinika Note is that you feel good when you're in the show and you can enjoy it because the characters are cute. They're being cute, like, with each other. They're having, like, a good time. But as soon as you leave the show, you forget about it. It was actually hard, like, coming back and doing notes when I didn't do them while watching the show because... It was difficult to remember things, even though we had just watched it, because they are kind of forgettable. But like I said, if it were on, I wouldn't walk out of the room or turn it off. I would I would finish it out. 
Well, at this point, we've spent more time talking about the show than probably <laughs> the entire length of the show. So I guess let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn more about our show, you can visit our website at anamonday.moe. That's anamonday.moe. You can send us questions and comments to podcast at anamonday.moe. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Our username is anamondaycast, and you can find links for that on our website. Some listeners who don't use social media as often uh, may have noticed that we don't always uh, make note of things on the episode that are changing uh, as we post them to social media. So uh, an update on the merch store, if you haven't seen that recently. We've got now a couple of t-shirts, a hoodie, a tote bag, and some cool stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, You can now also go to our website and uh, send us a tip. So if you go to the website and hit support us, there is a button at the bottom that says buy us a ramune. <laughs> and uh, you're able to send us a one-time tip or support us monthly for, well, uh, the price of a ramune soda. <laughs> Thanks so much to Crunchyroll for all of the anime that you provide and for the random button, which produces these wonderful and wonderfully terrible results. If you want to follow along with us each week, we'll have a link to the current title on our website and social media, and you can watch what we're watching. Finally, thanks to C2A for providing the intro and outro music for our show, which come from the Senpai EPs uh, available on Bandcamp and other major streaming services. Is it time to roll? That's usually how this works. (laughs) All right, random button in three, two, one. All right, our anime for the week is Kamisama Dolls. Uh, And the first episode is called A God Arrives. Hmm. That's never a good name. Ooh. It looks scary. Yeah, that's the vibes I'm getting. Ooh. <laughs> As a reminder, Kayla does not do well with scary things. No. Also, it should be noted, we just finished Evangelion. Yeah, she did it. <laughs> Congratulations. And now I have to go into another scary thing. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia calls it a comedy drama, so... I don't know what that means. Also, action fantasy thriller. It's everything, apparently. (laughs) Okay. All right. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we will. All right. I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We will look forward to seeing you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Well, it's like we only spent 30 minutes watching the show. Mm-hmm. How can we have more than 30 A minutes? A 40-minute discussion yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. Am I bringing us back? Sure. Okay. No, don't do that because I have nothing to say. I was literally say. about to say maybe you should bring us no, back. No, you should start the discussion and I'll just pretend like I had something to contribute well do you want to bring us back then so that i can start the discussion okay yeah